Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the Geo Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about divergent plate boundaries. Now, in the theory of plate tectonics, which is the unifying theory for geoscience, there are three different ways that plates can interact with each other. They're either moving together, moving side by side each other, or moving away from each other. And it's this moving away or divergent plate boundaries that I'm going to be talking about today. So firstly, why is it that two large tectonic plates would be moving apart from each other? We believe the major mechanism for this is an upwelling of convection currents within the mantle. There appears to be large convection currents that take place in the upper mantle. In places, these convection currents are rising. They hit the lithosphere and then move from side to side. And as a result, there's this huge force that's trying to spread the lithosphere above apart. This motion thins the lithosphere and eventually the lithosphere above that mantle rising convection current does actually split and move apart with upper crustal material that gets molten moving up to fill the gap on either side. So it's this moving apart or diverging that gives this plate boundary its name, divergent plate boundary. Now, whenever you take slabs of rock and you pull them apart, the rocks will eventually break under the strain and form normal faults. So divergent plate boundaries are characterized by lots and lots of normal faults, many of them running parallel to each other, with the blocks of rock between them dropping to form these Horst and Graben features, which eventually thin the crust right down to five to 10 kilometers thick. And because the spreading isn't even along these areas, then we do get some places where slabs of rock are spreading apart faster in one location and slower in others. And between those, we get a different type of fault form. This takes place because two slabs of rock are moving, but they're moving at different speeds next to each other. And eventually the slabs of rock will break along these stress zones and form a transform fault. So divergent plate boundaries have lots and lots of normal faults. And in between the normal faults, we get these transform faults that relieve the strain of the plate spreading apart at different rates. The other thing to remember is because the crust and the lithosphere has become thin in these areas, all of the earthquakes that take place along these normal and transform faults are shallow. So that's what's happening deep down. What do we see at the surface? If the overlying plate is continental crust and the thinning starts to take place, what we see is these valleys forming called rift valleys that are bounded on either side by large normal faults. The blocks of rock in the middle of these valleys are dropping down these faults as the two plates on either side are moving away. This dropping of the block is the thinning of the crust that forms the valley. For example, the African Rift Valley. When the plate becomes incredibly thin, it can actually crack and molten material at the upper crust will bubble up to form volcanoes. 
that are adding new crustal material to either plate as the plates move apart. Eventually, this volcanic material will be basaltic in nature because it's really molten upper mantle material that is coming up and that is when new oceanic floor is being formed. The vast number of divergent plate boundaries actually take place where two pieces of oceanic crust are moving apart deep in the oceans. These divergent plate boundaries also have lots and lots of normal faults and they contain a rift valley along a long ridge that we refer to as mid-ocean ridges. The ridge itself is actually an expansion feature and that's because the plate is really thin as the two plates move apart because of the normal faulting and the upwelling of the molten material below heats all of the rocks and the rocks expand, so much so that they form a ridge. Along the centre of these ridges is a rift valley, along with its normal and transformed faulting. Because most of these are under the ocean, we don't get to see them. But we're really fortunate that part of a mid-ocean ridge actually sticks out of the ocean in Iceland, where we can go and study all of these features on land. So how do we know that there's actually spreading taking place along these divergent boundaries? The main one I'm going to mention here is that we know that the age of the rocks that form on a mid-ocean ridge get older as you move away from the rift valley of the ridge. So ships have dragged up rocks from the ridge moving away from the ridge on one side of the plate and from the ridge and moving away from the other side of the plate. And when we date those rocks, the youngest rocks are right in the middle of the ridge. And as you move away on either direction, the rocks get older and older and older and older. And the only way that can happen is if the volcanic activity that's taking a place and adding new crustal material to plates on either side is being moved away from the ridge because the plates are moving apart there. So let's just do a recap. Divergent plate boundaries are there because the plates are moving apart from each other, most likely because they're sitting above a rising mantle convection current that is dragging the plates apart. Because things are being pulled apart, we see normal faulting. But because it's not even, some places rocks are being dragged past each other in transform fault movement. But all the movement along these faults is shallow because the crust gets thinned by the process of a divergent plate boundary. So all of the earthquakes can only be in the piece of crust that's there between five and 10 kilometers thick normally. On land, this spreading apart forms rift valleys like the Great African Rift Valley. Under the oceans, they form mid-ocean ridges. And to be honest, most of the divergent plate boundaries on our planet are under oceans because it's actually forming oceanic crust as the spreading takes place. And they are hidden, except for in one place where the mid-ocean ridge pops out of the ocean, and that is in Iceland. And one of the largest pieces of evidence that plates are moving at these divergent plate boundaries 
is that the volcanics rocks that are being produced to add to the crust on either side get progressively older as you move away from the center of the rift, both in a rift valley or in a mid-ocean ridge. And if we date those rocks, we can see they get older and older, mirror imaged along the rift, and that can only happen if the plates are moving apart. Well, there's a lot more, as always, to things like this. But that's a quick summary of what divergent plate boundaries are like, what their geology and topographic features are, and we'll look at the other plate boundaries, convergent plate boundaries and transform plate boundaries in other episodes. But for now, and as always, if you're looking for more geologic information like this, then come along and visit us at geoetc.com. That's G-E-O-E-T-C. If you're a teacher, there are activities. If you're a student, there's more podcasts and there's other information. And we hope that one day we will see you on one of our trips, including a trip that we run every few years to Iceland to actually walk on a mid-ocean ridge. But for now, and as always, keep on rocking.